already. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the channel. I hope you out there doing super well, and more importantly, not being an asshole to people because nobody likes assholes. Today's video is kind of different than the normal. Um, it's not just going to be one topic. It's going to be actually four different topics because I put a, um, what are those things called, stickers, on my Instagram story and just asked like, people, asked you guys, what did you want to see? What did you want to learn more about? What did you want to hear about? What are you confused about? I just asked, what did you want to hear covered in podcasts, YouTube videos, whatever, whatever. So I kind of took, uh, I actually got a quite a bit of questions, so I appreciate that. But um, I took four questions and we're just going to talk about them today. So it's basically all centered around fat loss. I did get some on like workout. I did get some on like, you know, training, stuff like that. And I will dive into that too. That will be a whole separate one. But this one is going to be about fat loss. It's going to be a fat loss Q&A. So the first one is going to be one that a few people asked me, but um, I've also been like, it's, it's a topic that I get asked about, not just from that thing, but just in general. And that is going to be starvation mode. And, and what is starvation mode? Is it a real thing? And we're going to dive into that right now. And just first and foremost, no. Starvation mode is not a real thing. Do you see kids in Africa being overweight because they don't have a lot of food? Do you see prisoners of war being overweight or, or Holocaust victims being overweight because they're in starvation mode? If starvation mode was a real thing, wouldn't you think you know, the kids in Africa who don't have a lot of food or water Aren't they going to be overweight if starvation mode is a real thing? Or the same thing with like Holocaust victims. Like those people aren't overweight and they are actually starving. They're not you who live in America and actually have an affluent lifestyle. They're actually starving. So if they're not in starvation mode, then starvation mode is not a real thing. So just first and foremost, no, it's not a real thing. Now, can eating too little damage, you know, your metabolism or damage your health or et cetera, et cetera? Yes, but... You would have to eat like 400 calories a day for like six months straight, or probably actually longer than that, but let's just go with six months, for like six months straight for you to actually see some kind of damage to your metabolism. And not many people in the world do that. Again, besides like victims of war or, you know, kids who don't have a lot of food in other countries or stuff like that. So can you eat too little or can you damage your metabolism by eating too little and can you get into starvation mode? Well, one, starvation mode isn't real, but can you damage your metabolism? Sure, but it's not to the extreme of what most people think it is. Now, I have had some ladies in particular damage their metabolism but damage their hormones because they were in such a deficit for such a long period of time. That's when you see like your periods getting lost and like those kind of things. So yes, that can happen and you have to be conscious of that. But even then you can change some things up and you, you can kind of get that back to normal. And we actually will talk about that um, in, in one other question. But sticking to this question, starvation mode, no, it's not a real thing. Now, people are going to tell me, oh, well, I, Eric, I swear to God, I was eating a thousand calories every single day and I wasn't losing weight. What are you talking about? It, of course, it's a real thing. Well, okay, let's chat. Um, were you counting everything on the weekend? Eh, well, kind of. Okay, were you accounting for all the drinks you were taking, not just alcoholic, but juices and stuff like that? Well, you know, every, every now and then, here and there. Okay, well, then you're telling me you're not actually tracking everything. Were, were you tracking all the, little nibbit, all the little nibbles or all the little snacks you had from your, from your kid's food throughout the day? Well, no, those don't count. Oh, oh, oh. Well, of course they don't count, right? Well, I'm stupid. Um, yes, they do count. The weekends count. Drinks count. Snacks count. All of it counts. All of it counts towards 
your whatever calories you input, like whatever calories you are inputting, that goes towards your calories for that day, for that week, for that month. So starvation mode, people will say, oh my God, I'm eating this many X, X amount of calories and I'm not losing weight. I must be in starvation mode. No, you're just not actually tracking everything. Either you're not tracking everything or you're not tracking correctly. That's one big thing too, is like I see people not tracking things accurately. A half a cup of rice cooked is a cup of rice. If you, if you have four ounces of chicken, it could be actually six ounces of chicken. Like you guesstimating what you're doing, well, that means you're not tracking calories correctly. And that can really lead people to get really frustrated actually, like physically like pissed off that they're not losing weight. They're like, what the fuck? I'm tracking calories. I'm doing all these things. Why am I not losing weight? Well, okay, it must be my hormones. It must be starvation mode. It must be X, Y, and Z. No, go into actually how you're tracking, if you're tracking everything. If you are tracking everything, are you doing it correctly? Are you including the weekends? Are you including supplements you take? Are you including the drinks? Like, are you including everything into your, taking everything into account for your calorie amount for that day? And if you're not, well then that extra 60, 80, 140 calories adds up and that's just for one day as opposed to seven days in the week. Well then you can begin to imagine what can add up throughout the week to make you say, oh, okay, maybe I'm not in a calorie deficit. Maybe the weekends when I say, you know, I think I have this and I'll, I'll, I'll kind of guesstimate that, maybe that is actually adding up to two, three, four, six hundred calories that I'm not accounting for. That means I'm not losing weight and that's why, not because of starvation mode. And it happens to a lot of people who are really, really good Monday through Friday. Like Monday through Friday, they are really on point. They're really good. And then Saturday, Sunday, they're not so good. And I don't even want to say good, but they don't follow the same plan they've been following Monday through Friday. And that's normally because they're super, super, super strict Monday through Friday. So then Saturday, Sunday is their fuck it day. They're like, oh my God, okay, I've been so good all week. I need something. I need this food. I need a cheeseburger. I need drinks. I need this. I need that. I need to relieve all this stress. This is way too much. Okay. All right, let me do it again. Monday, Monday through Friday. Perfect. Saturday, Sunday, go. Like it's just this cycle. So one way of combating that is not going so aggressive Monday through Friday, but just Saturday to Saturday, Sunday to Sunday. Don't be so aggressive in your calorie deficit to make you say, to make you get to a point where you say, fuck, okay, it's the weekend. I, I want to do this because I, you know, I feel deprived or I, I feel like I'm not getting everything. Don't allow yourself to get to that point. Just take it a little bit slower because in the long run, You'll have, better pro you'll have better progress because you're not as aggressive and you can stick to whatever plan you're doing better. The more you can stick to something, the more you're consistent to something, the more you'll be able to follow it and the better results you'll see. So just first and foremost, starvation mode, not a real thing. You're not tracking everything. You're, you're not taking into account the snacks and the, and the bites of your kids' meals that you, that you finish. And you're not taking into account the drinks you have or you're not tracking the weekends perfectly. You're not tracking correctly. There, there's a million things, but... Just know that if you are truly in a calorie deficit, you will lose fat. There's no other way around that. And that gets into why I'm such a big proponent of counting calories because that is the best way to know if you're in a calorie deficit. And so if you track your calories and you truly know you're in a calorie deficit, well, then you know you're going to lose fat because A, you just, like I just taught you, calorie deficit is the only way to lose weight, but B, you can see, like you'll be able to see you're in a calorie deficit. You'll be able to see your weight going down. Like you'll be able to see. So I'm a big pro of tracking calories. If you don't do that already and you have any fitness related goals, either weight gain, weight loss, whatever it is, I really, really want you to start doing that because not only will it obviously make you see results, but you will learn so goddamn much from it. So I please, please beg you, start tracking your calories, see what you're eating, 
get a feel for things, portion control, all that kind of stuff. And then you will realize, oh, okay, I'm not in starvation mode. I'm just eating too many calories. So I'm not in a calorie deficit. So I'm not losing fat. So that's the first one, guys. The second one is going to be how do you track calories when you're eating out, when you travel, when you're, when you're not at home? Like, how do you do these things? The first, the first thing I'm going to say is just realize you're doing the best you can. Like, of course, it might not be perfect. Of course, it might be harder. Of course, they might not have, you might go in MyFitnessPal and there might not be something right there. That's fine. That's totally okay. Like, just do the best you can. Like, it doesn't, I always keep going back to this. It does not have to be perfect. I'm not asking you to be absolutely 100% perfect. I know I just said, are you tracking everything correctly? That's a different story. But like, if you're out and you're having a steak with potatoes and veggies, like, if, if it doesn't have that exact meal, well then guesstimate. Like guesstimate to the best of your ability. Make the best of what you're given. And this goes back to, okay, if you go out on a Friday night and you go to some restaurant, they don't have it in your MyFitnessPal, they don't, they don't have it in the app you're tracking calories. So you're like, oh, well, fuck it. I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't know what I ate. I'm not going to put it in there. And then I'll just have this dessert and I'll have this drink and I'll have this and that. Okay, well, fuck it. Let's start fresh Saturday. The thing about that is if you would have been... Let's say you've been tracking calories for three months straight, right? Let's just say you've been tracking calories for three months straight. You go out on a Friday night. You have, you have the steak, the mashed potatoes, and the veggies, right? Well, if you've been tracking calories for three months straight, you probably know what about a six-ounce steak is. You probably know what about a half a cup of mashed potatoes is. And you probably know what a cup of broccoli looks like. Okay, so knowing that, go into your thing. I ate about a, about a six ounce steak. Hell, if you want to, if you even want to round it up, just round it up to seven. So you can, you can, you can account for if it is more, if they had oil or something like that. So put seven ounces of steak, half a cup of mashed potatoes, and a cup of broccoli. Bam. Like it, it doesn't have to be perfect, but if you would have been counting calories for three months straight, you would have that skill of knowing, of looking at a piece of food and say, oh, okay, I know that's probably about six ounces, seven ounces. I know that's probably about a half a cup. Like you would have had that skill. So then you actually will be pretty accurate when you go to put it in your calorie counter because you'll have had that skill of tracking calories. So you probably know about how many calories you're eating. And again, that will make you stay consistent rather than perfect. I don't want you to be perfect. I want you to be consistent. And if you can do that when you go out to eat, well, then you're, you're going to be more inclined to stay on track and more inclined to be consistent. If you're more inclined to be consistent, like we just said, you're going to see better results. You're going to see better progress. So that's one thing I want to say is don't, you don't have to be perfect. Just the best of your abilities, do what you can, and then go from there. And one more thing is, I, I think I said this in my last YouTube video, I'll link it below, but you need to plan ahead. Like it does not take you that long to plan ahead. And I know that I just actually got off the phone with one of my clients I'm working with right now. And about a month and a half ago when I started working with her, it was really, really hard for her to contextualize, like, I have to plan my day out of eating. What do you mean? I just fucking eat. What are you talking about? Like, I'm not doing that. And at first, that was really, really hard for her to think about. And it's funny because I just got off the phone with her and I said, you know, how, how's the day been so far eating? Well, you know, I went to Starbucks. I got this coffee and this ham and cheese, but I haven't eaten ham and cheese croissant. I haven't even eaten the ham and cheese croissant yet because I know I want... I want a burger for lunch, right? So I know I wanted to save some of my calories for lunch, so I didn't even eat the ham and cheese. I gave it to somebody else. And I was like, holy shit, like you just realized that you planned your day out, right? You planned ahead. Like you thought about, okay, well, I'm going to this restaurant. I'm going to get this food. So then I'm going to not eat this ham and cheese croissant because that will make it advantageously more hard for me to then hit my calories. 
So I'm not going to eat that thing. I gave it away. So now I'm going to be able to have what I want at lunch and be able to stay within my calorie limit. And then I'll still be able to hit my goal and I'll still be able to be consistent and see progress because I'm sticking to my plan. And she was like, oh, fuck. Like, no, I didn't even realize that actually. Like until you just said that, no, it's just kind of what I do. And like, that's where you get into like, oh, okay, I'm actually changing the way my brain thinks. I'm actually literally changing the way that I view, you know, I, I, view, I view food, I view fitness, I view like all these things. So if you can get to that point where like, okay, yeah, I know at first it might be difficult. It, it, might, be, it might be weird. It might be uncomfortable. It might be not your norm. But if you can then do it one, two, three, seven times, it's going to become the way your brain thinks, guys. So I would say one huge thing is like I just, I just gave that story about my client. Please try to plan ahead of what you're going to do. If you know you're traveling that day, if you know you're going out, like if you, if you know you're traveling that day and your flight's at 10 a.m., okay, have a good-ass fucking breakfast. Like have a breakfast that's on point so you're going to be set up good for the day that will probably leave you not that fucking hungry when you go into the airport and go on the plane if you have a three- or four-hour flight. If you eat, you know, like an hour beforehand, well, then you're probably not going to be that hungry on when you're in the airport and when you're on the flight. When you get off, well, fuck, like... If you know where you're going, look up some restaurants. If most people, when they travel, they actually know where they're going. They know the restaurants. They know this and that. Look up the restaurants you want to go to. Look at the menu. Put it in, find what you want to eat. Put it in your MyFitnessPal. Put it in whatever app you track to count your calories. Then you can see, like, oh, okay, I had 500 calories for breakfast, and now I just landed. I'm gonna, I want this and this from this restaurant. Okay, this comes to about 600 calories. Okay, well, my calorie limit's 1,500 for the day. That means I have 400 calories left for dinner. Oh, okay, maybe I only want to do this and this for lunch instead of this. Like, you will then kind of plan the rest of your day out knowing that, okay, I had this breakfast. I want to go here when I travel because I know this restaurant and I like their food. I like this and that. Okay, I have 500 calories, 500 calories, 500 calories. Okay, perfect. Bam. All good. And it's like, the more you can do that, and again, that, that does not take you that long, guys. It, it really does not take that much effort from you. So, that's one big thing I want to say when tracking calories and eating out. Try to plan ahead as best as you can because it will set you up for long-term success. And one more thing about it is just most restaurants cook things in oil. Most restaurants cook things in butter or like, you know, salt, that kind of thing. So just probably, I would say, account for a little bit more. So if your MyFitnessPal says 500 calories, maybe account for 550, 600, something like that. Just, just account for probably more because it might not include those oils they cook it in. So I, I would say that too. So that's tracking calories and eating out. One one that was asked quite a bit was actually girls versus boys. What? Yeah, girls versus boys, fat loss. And I'm going to say the same thing, and it's, it, it doesn't matter. You have to be in a calorie deficit. I don't care if you're a girl, boy, dog, alien, fucking lamp. I, I don't know, whatever. You have to be in a calorie deficit to lose fat. That is the only way... Bar none, hands down, non-negotiable. Now, do, do boys lose weight quicker than women? Normally, yes, but it doesn't mean they lose fat quicker than women. Most guys can shed water weight faster. Most guys have a quicker process of doing like those kind of things. So will they lose weight faster? I, sure, but normally, A, they have more weight to lose, but, but B is... Those processes get done faster, but they don't lose fat at any quicker rate than a woman does. So that is no. You don't lose, men do not lose fat quicker than women. So that's a no. Now, what I will say about girls and fat loss in general is that, is it sometimes harder? Yes. 
do women, obviously women have different hormonal systems and functions and, and yes, when you're on your period, A, you're probably going to gain weight because you, hold, cause, cause you retain more water weight. That's just the way it is. Again, you didn't gain fat. I, I love, I work with a lot of women. I love women that get their period, gain weight. They're like, what the fuck? This is fucking bullshit. I'm like, listen, chill out. Go about a week. You're going to still stick to our calories. You're going to find that not only do you go back down to the weight you were, but you'll go down even lower than that because you were in a calorie deficit, so you lost fat. And then when that happens, you're like, oh, shit. This is insane. I've never actually looked at it this way. So, yes, you may retain some more water weight when you're on your period, and that may happen. But, again, you're not gaining fat on your period. You're, you're, not, you're not doing anything like that. It's just that you have more fluid, more stuff in your body than normal. So, yeah, you might weigh more but you didn't gain any fat. And again, as soon as your period's done, you go back to being off it. Not only will you go back to the same weight, if you were still in a calorie deficit for that week, you will go below that because you have lost fat. The same rate as a man, as a man loses fat. So that's what I want to say about that. The next thing is, yes, when you're on your period, do you get more cravings? Do you, do you get more tired? Do you get more hungry? Like, yes, those things can happen. And that makes it harder for you to stay in a calorie deficit, but that doesn't make it impossible. And that, that doesn't mean like automatically, well, I'm on my period, so I'm hungrier, so I'm going to eat more. It doesn't have to be that way, right? So it's like, yes, does it make it harder? Does, does it sometimes make it harder for you to lose, to, to stay in a calorie deficit if you're a girl and you're on your period? Yes, but I, it makes it harder for me to be 6'10", 6'11", I think LeBron James is, 6'11", black, and it can dunk a basketball. Like, it, it's pretty hard for me to do that. But that being said, that doesn't mean it's, well, I guess it is kind of impossible, but I don't know. I could have a growth spurt this late. I could randomly change color. Like it could, it could happen. So like, just realize that even though it's harder, doesn't mean it's impossible and you shouldn't be dwelling on it. Like you, you shouldn't be dwelling on the fact that, well, I'm on my period. I'm hungrier. I'm this and that. Okay. Well, I had to eat more. It's, it's going to happen. No, it doesn't have to be that way. You can you, you have to, I said I say this in the last video too, you have to make decisions you're going to be proud of. You have to do what you're supposed to do even when, it's, even when you don't want to, even when it's hard. Those two things, like that is what's actually going to change your life. So that's one more thing I want to say about girls and boys fat loss. One more thing is going to be girls, the thing I've seen is when you go into a calorie deficit, make sure your fat is in a good spot, the, 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 the daily fat you consume. And I say this because fat is, the, is basically how hormonal health is kept, right? So you want your fats. When you go into a calorie deficit, I don't care how many calories you're eating. You have to keep your fat anywhere between 0.3 and 0.5 times your body weight, right? So if you weigh 100 pounds, 0.3, you have to get at least 30 grams a day of fat. That's just, that's just kind of how it is, right? So you have to do these things, and, and that's because you want to keep your hormonal health. You, you have to keep your hormonal health if you want to do this. If not, like we talked about earlier, if your fats are too, too low, and you're having like 10, 20 grams a day, you will lose your period. You, you will mess your metabolism up because you're not giving your body the adequate things it needs. And if you're not doing that, well then yes, your, your metabolism can slow, your hormones can get out of whack, you will lose your period, like you will get tired, you will get sleepy. Those things will happen, but that's only because you're not giving your body what it needs to maintain. And, and it's super, super important, especially if you are in a calorie deficit and you are a female, make sure your fats stay where they are supposed to be. The minute you drop below that, because 
being in a calorie deficit is already a stress on your body, right? So if you're already stressing your body and you're not eating enough daily fats to then combat that, well then not only you stress your body from the deficit, you're stressing your body from really, really low fats, stressing your body from working out, stressing your body from work. There's, there's all these stressors pulling at you and your body has to pick what it's going to fight because your, your body has to, it has to survive. It has to pick what it's going to fight, right? So when your body's really stressed from working out, from dieting, from low fats, from your spouse, from your kids, from everything, it's going to pick things it's going to go at and it's going to say, okay, I have to survive. I don't need to have my period because it's not an essential thing. Okay, fuck that. I don't have to lose fat because I want to keep the fat because I'm in fight or flight mode and I'm going to keep that on me because I need it. Okay, and it's going to keep checking off, checking off things it doesn't need to survive. So just know that you have to keep your fats high, especially in a calorie deficit because that is the most important thing for hormonal health. Okay, so if you want to keep that, please keep your fats between 0.3 and 0.5 times your body weight. Okay, that's what I'll say about girls and boys. It's not... Guys don't lose weight, like they don't lose any fat faster. It, it's not easier. It's nothing like that. It's just there are different stressors both ways. And, and guys, I mean, if you want to talk about guys, they like a lot of guys have the pressure of okay, going out, going out, drinking, like all these things. So it, it's so different, and you can't. It's not like one. It's it's not one versus the other. It's yeah. It's it's fucking hard to lose weight either way. It's fucking hard to lose fat. We can all fucking agree on that, right? So. Don't look at the opposites. Just focus on, okay, what can I do? Like I talk about here, how can I make the best of what I'm given? If I'm on my period and I'm hungrier, what the fuck can I do to then still stay in a calorie deficit, to still lose fat, to still hit my goals? Make the best of what you have given to you, okay? So the last thing I want to talk about is what if you have, what if you have no time to meal prep or count calories? Uh, bottom line, you, you have fucking time to meal prep and count your calories. You have time. Now, first and foremost, is there ways to make it easier on you? Yes. Like you, you can make meal prep easier. You can make making dinner easier. You can make these things easier. Number one, you have to want to. You, you have to want to change your life in the sense of you don't want to go out to eat every single night. You, you, you don't want to go out to eat every single day at lunch. Like you, you have to want to make that change first. And if you want to make that change, well, then you will find ways to do it, right? It's all about priorities. If something's a priority, you'll make it happen. If something's not, you'll make an excuse. And I don't want to get into a lot of that. I'm going to try to provide value here. But it's like sooner or later, you got to look yourself in the mirror and say, do I really want to change this bad? Do I really want to hit my goals this bad? Do I really want to lose this fat? Do I want to change my lifestyle habits? Like, be honest with yourself. Some of you might not want to, and that's okay. It's not saying that it's a bad thing. But you have to be honest with yourself and say, do I really want this? Am I going to make it a priority? So that's what I'll say on that. But going into how you can make it easier, yes, you, like I tell people all the time, and I get a lot of my clients on this. It's like buy a fucking pressure cooker and fucking use it. It is the easiest thing you will ever use in your life. That is literally how I cook 90% of my meats, right? Because meat is normally the hardest thing for people to cook. They don't want to go home and cook chicken. They don't want to go home and cook a steak. Like they don't want to do these things. It takes the most time, and, and it's just harder, right? If you have a pressure cooker... You can literally put like eight pounds of chicken in this pressure cooker, use it, press three buttons, 20 minutes, go do your hair, go do your kid's homework, go give a bath, whatever, come back, it's done, bam, good to go. Not only do you have it for that night, you can have it for the next night and the next night or lunch the next morning or dinner the next night. You will have it, it's easier, it makes it easier on you. One of my clients keeps telling me to get an air fryer. I haven't bought one yet, Allison, I'm sorry, but I will. 
an air fryer. It's super simple. Like Allison, for example, she uses salmon in it. And salmon, like she fucking hates salmon, but she uses an air fryer. It tastes okay to her. I like salmon, but it tastes good to her. It's super simple. She gets home from work and she uses it. And it's like, it's super simple. So like there are ways for you to, uh, another one is the crock pot. Yes, it might take all day, but you're fucking at work all day and with your kids all day. So it doesn't matter if it takes all day because you're not even fucking home doing anything. So when you get home, it'll be ready for you. So there are ways to make it easier. There's a million ways to make it easier. And if you want to go that route, you can, but you, you, have, to, you have to make it a priority. I, I don't know. I'm struggling to find a, a way to word that other than that because at the end of the day, that's what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to make it a priority and find ways. And I'm not saying that it has to be so difficult. You don't have to have a five, five you know, course gourmet meal every single night. I'm not saying that. I have the same food every single day of every, every moment of my life. Like every single meal is the same exact fucking thing. So like, don't, I don't, you don't have to have a gourmet meal, but if you want to, you can find ways to make it easier for you to then do what you, what, you, what you want to do, what you're able to do. So that's one thing I'll say. The next thing I'll say is you, you have fucking time. Don't, don't, that's the worst fucking excuse ever. Like I can't, even, I can't even begin to tell you how much that fucking irritates me that people say they don't have time. Like you're watching this or you're listening to this right now. In the side of this five minutes you watch this or whatever it was, go count your fucking calories. Like go put in your app whatever you ate that day. If you're, if you're watching this, you, you sure damn have time to go put that shit in your, in your app. You, you have time to watch this video, so you have time to count your calories. Like, it takes you maybe 36 seconds to put what you ate in your phone. You're on your phone anyway. You're on your phone all day long. You have time. You have time to do it. Put it in your phone and do it. Like, you don't have time to meal prep? Okay, well, the Sunday nights when you, the Sunday nights when you watch football or when you watch football all day, uh, use the fucking pressure cooker. But get, get the pressure cooker out. Put it on the freaking counter, press three buttons, go watch your football. I don't give a damn, but like you'll have food ready for you that week. You don't have time to count your calories? Cool, then maybe, like we just talked about priority, maybe you don't want it that bad. And, and that's okay, but like you have time. It, it, and people, I was talking to one of my clients about this earlier, and it was like she used to think that, and, and a lot of people think this, so you're going to relate to this. Most people think that they have to do a bunch of cardio, they have to run, they have to do all these things to lose fat. And the funny part is, is I, and I tell people this too, like I've had people come to me and be like, well, should I do, should I lift today or should I do cardio? Should I, what, what kind of cardio should I do? And I'm like, I would rather you take 30 minutes, an hour you were gonna do cardio and go get your food ready and go prep your food. Like, it's funny because people tell me, oh my God, I don't have time to count my food. I don't have time to prep my food. I don't have time to count my calories but they run in the gym seven days a week or they go to the gym seven days a week or they run five days a week or, you know, they try to tell me they don't have time. And it's like, okay, funny. Um, instead of running one day or instead of doing a cardio one day, why don't you take that hour you were going to run food prep? You're going to realize that, oh shit, this is actually not that bad. But also you'll be like, oh damn. Okay. My diet is actually what's going to make me lose fat, not running for an hour on the treadmill. Oh, okay. Well then this, this, this food prep takes me 20 minutes and normally I spend an hour in the gym. Okay. Well, not only do I now say, okay, I do have time. I have more time because I was running for an hour and that was it. But now I'm cooking for 20 minutes and then doing other shit for 40 minutes. I have more, I have more time for my kids. I have more time for my emails. I have more time for my husband, whatever it is. So not, not, not only do I have time, now I have more time because I realize, oh, okay. 
getting my diet right is actually the most important thing to losing fat because you can't lose fat without a calorie deficit. So getting my diet right is what's going to make me lose fat. So now I don't have to go to the gym seven days a week and run on, on top of that because I will have more time because I'll get my diet in check first, which you're already eating anyway. You, you, are, it's, you have to eat. You're going to eat anyway. Why not do it in a sense that you get more time from it, you see better results from it. Like, realize that <laughs> you have the time. Take, take one of those days you were going to go run, use it to prep your food, use it to cook, use it to do whatever. You'll find that not only do you have the time, you have more time because your diet is what's going to make you lose fat, not the hours and hours and hours of cardio you keep trying to do to lose fat. So that's what I'll say about that. I don't want to hear that excuse. Don't leave a comment about that. Don't tell me that. Don't, do not tell me you don't have time. The busiest people in the world normally find a way to work out like I, or, or whatever it is. Like You have time. It's an awful excuse. Do not use it. I don't want to hear it ever again. So I hope you enjoyed this Q&A, guys. It was, again, it was from one of my Instagram stories that I put up and I just said, hey, what do you guys want to hear about? What, what do you want to talk about? What do, you, what do you want to know more about? Like I, again, I'll say this again. I do not get paid to do this. I am not here on a, I don't know what time it is. I'm not here at 1.15 on a Wednesday for pay. Like I'm not here getting paid. Like I'm, not, I, I'm here because I want to help. I'm here because I want to give you guys as much information, as much value, as much knowledge, as much experiences that I have. Like I, I want to give you everything I possibly can to help you, right? So please just try to take something from this and put it put it into use because people love getting information. P people love headline reading, getting information. They, they love to get all the information. They don't love doing something with all the information. They, they don't love going out and acting upon it. And if there's one thing I can ask of you is if I'm taking my time here, you know I want to help you. you, you know I want you to succeed, well then take what I'm telling you and put it into action. That would be the, the biggest like thank you for me and as far as like my reward is that would be much, that would mean much, much more to me than any monetary value would ever mean to me. So if you can do that, I would truly appreciate it. Let me know what, what that is. Let me know what you're going to do. Let me know your progress. Let me know your struggles, whatever. I'll try to help as much as I possibly can. So I hope you guys liked it. Um, keep interacting with me. Keep sending me questions. I'm going to try to do this, like I said, at least once a week, but you know, it'll be different topics, but I'm going to try to get as much value out there as I can to you guys. So I truly appreciate it guys. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you next time.